Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Training Game Podcast. I am John Kioskarigis. I'm John DePaulo. How you guys doing? Welcome to another week. We uh, want to add on to what we had talked about last week, which we had touched up on nutrition tips and supplement tips and uh, all that good stuff. Went into length about glutamine. I want to go into a huge topic, which is just diet. But first, we were talking before this, and I was telling you that I take different types of multivitamins. And when I had first taken them, now I take these, uh, I forgot the brand name, but they're organic capsules that have a lot of the organic uh, herbs and, uh, and nutrients. So natural. Very natural. Yeah. It doesn't, you know, when you put it in your mouth, it doesn't taste that great, but it's, I, I'm an advocate for it because I like what it's doing for my body. Got it. But I was taking Centrum before and you had, you had a comment to make on that because I thought it was really interesting and I want you to touch up on that before we go into this. It's very interesting. You, amongst many people, have taken that. I took it for years. My name is John. We, we, we take what our moms give us, and if we don't look at the credibility of the, of the supplement as we get older, we don't realize what we're consuming. So Centrum, um, when they make the pill like any other pill, they use a coating and they use a binder, and they press the, the pill together. That's how they make it. Do you know what they use as a coating and a binder to press that pill? No. Talcum powder and wax. Last time I checked, talcum powder was for your, your, your fucking feet. Now your body's assimilating? Is that what we're up to these days? Why do you think? Bad. Why do you think that if a company is choosing to do something like that cheap, in, a, in a multivitamin? Cheap, uh, cost-effective, they'll make more money on the return. What would you say to look for if you're looking for a multivitamin supplement? I would say look at the first five ingredients. <laughs> Which are? which are whatever, because they're the most abundant in there. So I'm oh, looking, I see, I see. So let's say I'm looking for, uh, what, what can we look for? Okay, apple juice. I want high quality apple juice. Some people say, oh, no, I like the way this one tastes better. It could be a reason they could have corn syrup in there. That adds to it. So I look for the least amount of ingredients. So when I look for apple juice, I look for apples and water. That is it. I'm not looking for fructose. I'm not looking for this. I'm not looking for that or corn syrup. That's it. Cut it at the root. Give me really what's most abundant in that bottle. I know it's apples and water. There's no other binders. There's no things that no thickening agents, no syrups, trans fats. That ah. may, uh, that's bad. <laughs> you know, that made a lot of sense to me, even when you were telling me about different styles of proteins, because I would look at the first five ingredients, like you were saying, and I said, oh, wow. You're right. It, these are the ones that are most abundant right. inside this. And some of them were not the best. So mm -mm. best thing to do is if you're looking for any type of supplement, it's it's plain and simple written on there for you. Just look at the first couple of ingredients. And if it's not something that is going to be what you want in your diet forward slash life, right. then don't take it. Absolutely. Uh, going into, thank you for that. I thought it was just super interesting. Um, of course. Always, brother. Now going into diet. Um, I always was an advocate of talking about there is no right diet for everyone. I see so many different diets out there with like paleo diet, paleo. which is like the high in fat and high in protein and mm -hmm. then basically little to no carbs. Mm -hmm. And these kinds of things always struck me as odd because your body needs carbohydrates. And I feel like everyone qualifies that as the enemy when they're trying to get into a diet because- they say, oh, I'm having too many carbs. That might be true for your body, but your body still needs them 
in a, in a small abundance, at least in order for you to have maximum uh, either weight loss or maximum growth. Mental right? capacity. It feeds your mind. Did you know every cell in the body functions on glucose? Yes. What do you think that converts to? Carbohydrates. Now, why do people have this depiction of it that, that they're, they're so bad for you? I know it's because a, it's they a listen, cycle, right? They listen to a lot of people. Low-carb diet, low-carb diet. Carbs make you, make you bloated. You know, that goes back to these, uh, I guess, projections through marketing of, oh, you want to lose weight? Go low-carb. Where do people define that in the middle? Or where do they find the middle ground? Of I wish carb? I knew. It scares me. But I will say this. What does the word macro mean? It means large. What are the three macronutrients? You remember? Isn't it uh, carbohydrates, right? It is you said it, not protein. Me. You said it, not me. And it is uh, fats. Protein, carbs, and fats. Thank you. What does that mean? We need them in large dosages, right? Your brain functions on glucose, but most people, nah, I got coffee, I'm good. I get it, but then you crash, you understand? Yeah. Your body needs certain macronutrients, believe it or not, abundantly. Back then, most of them live off of lard and fat. You know that? The fat of an animal. That's what humans were growing up eating. Protein. It didn't get all complicated with carbohydrates, really. But nowadays, they, they get crazy with the stuff they put in them. That's also you know what I'm a saying? really good point that you said that because it's like about potatoes. the source of it. Yeah. You, you go buy a bag of potatoes, it might sit there and say vegetable oil. Why are you putting that in there for? Just go buy the potato and slice it up yourself. Right. And there's, I feel like there's so many different types of either chemicals or artificial things that are put inside these yeah, foods yes, yes. that break down into just garbage inside your body. Body, and doesn't, body doesn't recognize it. Right. And- it's, you know, just talking about a diet, you know, that's, that's what we're on now. It's not about, Hey, if you want to have a slice of pizza one day, it's not going to be healthy, but fine. It's, it's okay for you. You're rewarding yourself. But if you want to have a structured diet, it more or less is having to do with, okay, what's going to be best for my body? How right. do I know that? I feel like with people that go on these either uh, high fat, high protein diets and no carbs, they lose the weight as a quick fix. And then when they go back to eating normally, they're like, oh, why did I gain all this weight back? Because they're eating the carbohydrates, they're pumping the water back into their system, and they start to explode a little bit more. Well, they never lost weight to begin with. <laughs> Sorry. It's just expelling water between your skin and your tissue. So when the first thing you start a new diet, <clears throat> excuse me, you don't break, you don't lose fat. It's not normal. Not even a man with fast metabolism could do that one day. But your body expels water. So you're on a new diet, you're cleaning up all the bad stuff you used to eat in your previous diet. Wouldn't it make sense if you're holding any kind of water that will cause blood pressure to raise, things like that, that's expelling? Maybe your face got a little leaner. Maybe your arms are a little less flabby. Lose water first. So three or four weeks in, oh, no, I'm not losing weight anymore. What do you mean? This is where it starts. That's your body going, okay, what's next? I expelled all the water in between my skin and my tissue. What are we going to do next? Because you're, you're relentless. You're going to the gym. You're not going to stop. But how do we do it correctly? And that's when you got to start training hard. Well, it's the same thing too. And I attribute that to when doing your contest prep and going through bodybuilding contests. That's the goal is to get rid of as much water as possible between your muscle tissues so that you have more definition on stage, right? Yeah. And it's what I've unhealthy. noticed that has helped me even more 
is that you know i you you kind of have to get off your strict diet at least you know four or five days before your show happens because you need to replace all the nutrients that your body is actually used to to fill up your muscles a little bit more and i feel like even in that vein people are afraid to do that they they want to diet up until the day of the contest or even a day before and it's like your body can't process all those nutrients inside your body within one day period it's impossible no. it needs several days to fill up yeah that's why sometimes you look better after a show. You look better after you pose. You look better at the night show. I was just picturing a lot of things when you were saying yeah. that, how people look so full, maybe like the day after, or they look so full right before they go on stage, or they look so flat and depleted too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, these, these structured things, and now going back to someone that is trying to get into a diet for the first time and they want to lose weight, Got it's it. very, very common. What would you recommend to them when you're assessing them? You're you're in the assessment phase. You know that they want to lose weight first. What is your movement like? You. What is your movement like? What do you do on a daily basis? That's how, that's what I would always ask first. Let's say I'm a nine to fiver. Okay. And I sit at a desk okay. daily. And now I'm trying to incorporate losing weight throughout my day. Okay. You're a nine to fiver. You want to, you're trying to find out how to lose weight day by day? Yeah. Okay. Are you training before you go to work? Are you training when you go after work? That's the first thing I want to know is how are you moving? Is there movement? Some people just say, how could I lose it here at work? Some people come at me like that. Yeah, let's say you are. You're just getting into your car, waking up. You Some, have a little breakfast, sit at your desk all day. You come home, you have a family, you're cooking dinner, and then you okay. go to sleep. Okay, I got advice for that. Why don't you just do functional movements? Do, do a half plank by your desk. I'm sure there's going to be 60 minutes of a lunch break. Don't eat yet. Spend 30 minutes. Be disciplined. Maybe do some planks on the floor. Do some push-ups. Just start with movement. It doesn't matter if it's in a park, in a closet, a big enough closet. Right. That's what you're saying. Closet. It's like you can, you have time. If you have time at your desk, Just quote unquote, move. you can do it anywhere. Move. Right? Just do something outside your typical routine. You work nine to five. I get it. You got kids afterwards. And a wife. I get it. There's got to be time for you, though. If you're not, you're starting the down spiral in your life. How are you going to affect you in work? How are you around your kids, around your wife? So create space, man. Got 60 minutes. Okay. I can't eat until I do this. You got to reward yourself with that. There's a reason that you got to eat food. You train hard, create a demand, then eat it, and then just see day by day how it works. Now, what about you're going to start to notice a difference? I, I even noticed the difference in myself, and I'm, I'm an active guy, but Fucking fly. <laughs> they're flying, they're quote unquote flying. Never understood that purpose in life. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's Scales. say you have someone that has like a diet, right? Right. That needs, that needs help with a diet, and they are a nine to fiver. What would you recommend for someone like that that is trying to lose weight? For starters, now you just gave me a lot about yourself. You're sitting all day long. So I'm not going to give them heavy processed carbs because apparently it's probably going to blow them up. There's no movement and they require energy. So you can't sit and drink, eat a lot of carbs and not move. So probably more like sweet potatoes, like dried carbohydrates. Um, I would try to give them maybe about a little less than a gram per pound of body weight just to maintain what muscle they have. Because to give them more doesn't make any sense. There's really not, there's no movement. Now, the circumstance changes, John, what do I do? Eat the same things? What do you mean? Well, my situation's changed. I created an hour for the gym. Oh, okay. Now we go a little more into the starchy carbs. 
You understand? Yeah. So I, now there's execution, there's movement. That makes sense for me. Because when- uh, Do you see how instinctive it is? It's not one thing. People yes. don't know. And you got to look at a person's situation. You got to be instinctive. You got to be ready to change something or propose an idea depending upon what they want to do. You got to look at it. Yeah, I agree. I, when people would approach me with this kind of a topic, I'd always be able to help them maintain. And I'd always say to them, you know, I don't really, I don't do diet structures anymore because I, you know, I have other things going on, but I was always so passionate about it and still am, which is why we're talking about this. I love it, man. You know, but I love it. it's, it's such a main component. And when people would come to me, I'd say, okay, what foods do you like? Right. What foods okay. do you like to have to eat? Oh, versus, I like versus what they eat, you ask them? Yeah, like versus, versus. I want to get here the whole compendium of, hey, what do you like to have? Whether it's something you're injecting like fast food or it's pizza or it's get whatever, an right? idea of what they're doing. And I okay, okay, great. You like to have this and potato chips. Why don't we take this out? Let's put maybe having, if you, if you cannot not have a bag of chips for the day, why don't you try having a, a bag of big chips or something oh, at shit. lunch? Okay, or hey, let me see what food choices that, I can now take out that are going to do damage to you. The fried foods are going to be pulled out. What could you replace it with? I replace it with stuff that is more fun for them. Like, okay. let's say, for instance, I say I like a piece of, I don't know, fried chicken, or I want to have a hamburger from McDonald's. Okay. okay. Right. Something like that. French fries. I'm a big, I'm big on French fries. It's my weakness and potato chips. I will admit that. I love but, that too. I, I second but, that motion. Oh, but shit. you know, I mean, I, it, my body goes through a process of if I eat that kind of stuff for too long of a period, it starts to say, hey, I can't do this anymore. And it usually happens within two or three days because I'm so ingrained to eating healthy and healthy yeah. lifestyle. It says, but, hey, may I take residency I right here, please? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Get a chin strap. <laughs> abs, yeah, most definitely. Or the lower waist <laughs> for guys, especially it hits you, your lower abs. Like two, two, two ball sacks hanging from your chin. <laughs> Like a fucking Idaho potato stuck in between a potato. It's such a it's such a interesting way to look at it, but it's it's true. It goes to places that you don't want it to be on, and it looks unnecessary. You know, yeah, it looks it looks unhealthy, unhealthy for you. Remember, your skin is your largest organ, so they look like they're retaining water here. So there's something wrong that has to go away. Yeah, and I mean, going back to it, people would ask me, and I'd say, okay, let me try to inject something fun instead of having uh, a McDonald's burger or just a uh, high-calorie burger. Okay, let's try something a little bit different. Maybe try having lentils. You know, it provides the same amount of protein. Okay, you're going to have a good amount of carbs in it too, but these are all healthy. They're going to be producing nutrients that you need for your body. Mm. Or hey, if you like a piece of uh, chicken, I guarantee you, if you tried the baked chicken, it's inexpensive too. You buy a whole chicken, you pull it apart. It's it's delicious. Mm. And you're going to like the taste eventually because you have that goal in mind. And again, it's about focusing on your pathway now. The ones that I feel like don't really stick to the diet yeah. have a hard time finding the goal at the end where they need to attain. Because right? they're already closed-minded, that's why. Yeah, and I feel like you have to be open-minded when you're getting into it because you're right, it is a lifestyle change. Correct. You can't go a quick solution. Everyone always wants a quick fix, especially <clears throat> yeah. in America and the United States. I feel a quick fix is a quick solution. Oh, yeah. Tell me what I need to know right now. May I inject something real quick in here? Okay. Do you know why or have you ever asked yourself what makes people go to McDonald's? I know it tastes good, but what makes people go in there? Isn't the study that they dig on it is that when you eat enough of it, it has a it it has this um 
release of a reward release in your body from having too much sugar. What do you mean? Satiated cells? Yeah, like a pleasure. It activates the pleasure sensors. Yeah, yeah maybe when you're 17, 18. Right. When you're 30, you're sitting on a call like this after you eat it. You can't move. You're incapacitated. Do you know what it is really though? It's a fucking mineral deficiency, bro. A mineral deficiency. That's interesting. Can you yes. elaborate? Well, what is one of the minerals? Sodium. What's McDonald's high of? Nitrates. What is nitrates? You tell me. Salt, right? Preservatives, right? That's why they go and they have McDonald's. And then what happens? They get hooked on the taste. And sometimes they might make rationale out of it. Look, I'm getting protein. It's a burger, right? And it's cheese. I've heard that Man, quite a lot of times. You're wearing it on your chin right now. I see it. I yeah. see the hallmark. And especially, I mean, even from someone that I haven't, I haven't had fast food in a quite a long time, but I've had it before. And occasionally, yeah, you know, maybe I'll get something if I want to activate that pleasure sensor for myself, right? And I'm not doing any shows or anything like this. But yeah, I agree with you. It is, it is the process stuff that really makes a big difference versus the, we call it, it's like an organic source here, but I feel like everywhere else in the world, it is what's on the table and what is, uh, you know, grazed or made. Uh, in a farm, yeah, you know, where it's actually coming from healthy sources, where I feel like over here, there's so much processed stuff Tons. that you have to now look for the organic package, which now holds like, you want to buy a piece of organic quote unquote steak, which is supposed to be real steak, you know, cut from uh, a farm raised, what, cow, right? Yeah. Free and you're range, getting it for like yeah. 16 or 17 bucks. And it's ridiculous to me is that how much is done in society for us today that we're we're now having to pay top dollar for what's healthy for us in our bodies. So let's create seemingly healthy fast food <laughs> chains and sell a burger for two bucks. Ugh. You know, it makes no sense to me. I guess it's cheap and it's convenient to them, but they really don't care about your health. Maybe perhaps, I don't know. Right. And see what the mighty dollar does to your fucking head. You know, forget about your, your, your better others. You know. Fellow others. Going back to that, because I want to touch up on this point yeah. of let's say yeah. you don't have a lot of money and you want to eat healthy now. Okay. What I did, because I, I was in that place at one point in my life mm. where I was, you know, I was in LA and I, I was running through the grind and the gambit and I had oh, to make ends this. meet, but I still want to eat healthy. And so they had dollar stores there, but they're not all created equal. Dollar stores there actually had products that you can sustain yourself with on a very low budget. Like what, protein bars or stuff? Not even that. It would be stuff like dollar stores here on the East Coast would have, you know, something in there that would be like $4 maybe or like $3. And okay. it's a dollar store. There, everything is specifically $1 and they have produce if you need it. I already know where this is going. Yeah, okay. so I would go in there and I say, okay, if I want to eat on a budget, I got myself lentils, I mm. got beans, I got rice, I got um, potatoes. Excellent. All these main sources um, that you can buy for yourself on a really low budget and you can make meals for yourself. I mean, Google is, you, you can Google whatever you like to find a good healthy source of those products. And you wow. say always incorporating greens. You know, there's broccoli that you can yeah. get that's inexpensive. There's arugula you can get that's inexpensive. Mm -hmm. And that can sustain yourself and, and, and really kickstart something that will change for the rest of your life and you get into these healthy habits. Yes. And it becomes a lifestyle because of the way you look. So trying to lose weight, trying to gain weight. If you're an athlete, you want to gain muscle. That was always my problem. I was always very skinny and I needed to gain weight to yeah. be athletically capable to do something else. How'd you do that? Well, I started with push-ups and pull-ups Okay. You know, in my room. I had a pull-up bar. I did push-ups every day and I, I wow. couldn't, I would get maybe five, 
maybe two one day. And then I always recommend people like if you're going to fail, keep going because you're going to get conditioned, you're going to get stronger. And so that's what was happening. Then wow. I evolved the diamond pushups and I can get two of those or three of those. And then they evolved and you evolved. But eventually I had to get myself into a facility that was equipped. Quick question. How old were yeah. you when this was going on? When you said, I got to create a, a greater threshold to put some muscle on. 14, I was, 15? I was about 16. That's yeah, respect, I was about 16. That's respect. You did something at a young age. Yeah, because I was playing basketball uh, and I was, you know, I played point guard. And I also had a good shot. Football too? I played football recreationally. I never played on teams, but, you know, I was always so fast Explosive, that yeah. I would always play something like a running back because I was really hard to catch. And if you gave me the ball and you gave me a, a route in the line, I was gone. Wow, is that why you laughed when I said I wanted to challenge you in a race? Yes, because I haven't lost. <laughs> you, you knew that you got a fucking jet, uh, a rocket up your ass or something, right? Yeah, jet, I, jet rocket. I was gonna say. Listen, I've been challenged before, <laughs> even by um, uh, people that are um, that are athletes, and I haven't lost. But I'm not gonna say that I'm the fastest guy in the world because I'm definitely not. There are athletes and Olympians like that. Fucking challenges. But I, on, you know, man. I've been pretty fast in my neighborhood. I'll say neighborhood. Let's limit it to that. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I might decline on my offer. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it's amazing to me how diets are structured and that, you know, going back to there's no right diet for everyone. And I would always recommend that if someone going back to those food choices, make it something exciting for them. Say, okay, here's a list of, of choices that are going to be for you. And I usually give a pretty big list of getting yourself some grass-fed beef. If you're vegetarian and you don't want to have that, yeah. maybe putting something like lentils into your diet mm -hmm. and chickpeas and all those good sources for yourself, lima beans, et cetera, et cetera, right. and creating complete proteins from your meals. Wow. But it made it more fun for them because they're like, can I choose something from this list, this list, this list, and this list and make a meal out of it? Absolutely, because they're all good sources now. Yeah. You're starting to learn and understand your body. And I would always say after two months, you don't need me anymore. Yeah. I hate the fact of when people pry on the knowledge and they use it as a stronghold on others where they're like, what do you mean by that? You only come to me for advice and I'm, I'm going to give you a diet, but guess what? You're always going to need me to tell you what to eat. Right. Not going to let you teach it by yourself. They think it's set in stone. One it's, thing I got what yeah, I need. It's and set in stone. I run Great. rough into the winds. Yep. You've made me a meal plan. That so, sounds fantastic. These expert meal plans, I feel like are so false and fake it irritates me because it, there's not an expert plan for everyone i was just gonna say that yeah, yeah it's it's so annoying because it's like hey so you ask me for a meal plan i'll give you structured choices but i'm trying to teach you how to make these choices for yourself got it by giving you these sources yeah and then you go off after a month or two you won't need me anymore because you've now learned how to do it. you've created a habit for yourself yeah. after 30 days or, or, or something like that you know, it's interesting when you, you want to touch up on something that John said before about how could you eat better when you're on the road, right? Yeah, that's a, that's big for me now because the yeah. more I'm moving about or traveling, if I'm gone for a month, you know, uh, I have a show coming up, I'm gone for a month or even doing this podcast, we're gone for like a week. I wanted to make sure that as an athlete, I wanted to maintain muscle mass. I wanted to maintain my size because I, I like to look a certain way. Yeah. And everyone has that credibility. You want to look a certain way for yourself. Correct. And I was like, okay, John, I see what you're bringing with you. I need to take notes from this because I, let's say I'm on an airplane for half the day. What can I do for myself? And I'm learning a lot more tips. Well, my, when my back is against the wall, I work my best. So I'm on the road now to 
do this and educate people and make them understand where we go with nutrition. And I'm in a hotel right now myself. You don't have a stove. Forget about eggs in the morning. You're not going to want to buy them when they make them because maybe the oils they use. And just when, when you have these different things into your body, when you're used to eating a certain way, you get sick. People don't understand this. And some do. You get sick. That's what I was talking about. Your right. body starts to say, hey, after two, three days, my body is like, I can't do this anymore. Mine is in, so used to it. Mine is instantaneously. But what I wanted to say was me being on the road now, I just found a couple of really cool things. Could even be in a fucking dollar store too. Dried chickpeas, right? It's delicious. Not animal protein, but again, you're away for a little bit. Modify your diet. Clean out a little bit. Purge. I got dried chickpeas. There's a microwave. You still have oatmeal, you know? There's a refrigerator. You still put strawberries in there. You got protein powder, right? I don't normally have that in the morning, but again, it's a small change. It's quality protein, right? I might not eat the foods I want, but sometimes when your back's against the wall, you got to be smart in how you circumvent it. You got to be smart on your food options. No, it's not an option. Okay, it's vacation to eat like shit. It's not that. You should always maintain the best control. You Even if you're in McDonald's, you know, you're in here and you have to get something. Okay, it's probably shit salad, but get the salad, right? Probably salad from the from the bottom of a, underneath the kitchen stove or something. Oh, I dropped that. Sorry, <laughs> sir, you forgot this. And have a nice, did you want chicken in there too? I didn't know. Oh, bye. Yeah, you make up, make up a good point because even when I was traveling recently, I was, you know, taking a flight, which took up most of the day. And I was also in a hotel with limited resources and limited area to, sucks, to get stuff. Sucks, right? Yeah. So I said, okay, what can I do? I know that there is, you know, I picked something selective. Okay. There's a restaurant here inside the hotel. I know That's, I can get at least two meals there at night, running around for the majority of the day though. Yeah. And so I said, okay, what can I do? I started to stack either a protein shake in the morning, something I could get my nutrients in. I, you know, I had the oatmeal inside, uh, inside the hotel room because they have the microwave. Awesome. I had that this morning. Yeah. And I bring these things like trail mixes or um, almonds. I usually take raw almonds with me on the go. And then- Good fat, right? Yeah. Good fats. And it gives me the energy I need. And if I need something like, you know, um, what is it? Like another protein shake. It's not going to be the most ideal and optimal thing, but at least I'm getting in something. Me. You can even get a fruit shake, whatever, whatever is going to float your boat. But my point is, if you're on a schedule, you're going to have to break it because you're moving around or traveling somewhere. No. Just be a little bit smart, more, more methodical about, it. hey, you have to go 10 minutes out of your way to go to a supermarket to get two or three or four items. Or even better, if you meal prep before and you take it with you in a cooler, more power to you. That's the, yeah. that's the best way to do it. Yeah, yeah. But if you can't do that like the majority of people, just, just be smart with the choices. You know what I'm noticing too, being on the road? The things that I want to have or the things that are at my disposal when I'm home, I just don't want them. But now I have them. For example, cottage cheese. I never buy the curd, Ugh. the big one or the small one. I get the, the smooth one, right? You mix that with Splenda and a little cinnamon or Stevia. Oh, wow. Yes. Actually, I, I, put even, really I even put a and touch. I'm like a big cheese fan, but that sounds I even really put good. a touch of honey. Now, why are you having this for, John? Why not cream cheese? Why, why cottage cheese? It's high protein, right? It's slow releasing right before bed. Now, I wouldn't do that at home. I might have, me personally, maybe steak and eggs. Maybe sometimes I'll have some grilled chicken with a peanut butter sandwich, believe it or not. 
So it my, make, yeah, I see how you're adapting, which yes, is actually fascinating yes, to see because I wouldn't have thought about I, that. I would have been like, okay, let me just get a different shake in my body at night and that, and then be done with it, or have a piece of chicken um, with some, uh, you know, salad or something. or something like that. But remember, some people operate differently. My back's against the wall. I still have help from my very good friends, my brother, but I've always been trying to be self sufficient because I'm used to not having much help growing up. I ask for help, but once I feel like my back's against the wall, I really have to optimize my choices and just not just go with what I'm doing. I got to balance the both because if I don't balance it, I can't be who I am right now looking at you guys and looking at my buddy right here. Brings out the best side of you. Just like they say, you are what you eat, right? Absolutely. You see them, people see people just sitting there sometimes like this. They look like their their blood sugar is so low. They they're not doing nothing for it. It's look at the energy that you're projecting. I'm not making fun of people. I'm saying if there's a problem, maybe maybe it's nutrition, nutritionally linked. Maybe you should look into that too. Well, it helps. Nutrition is linked to everything. It's linked to mood. It's linked to positive reinforcement for yourself. Yeah. It's linked to you know uh, good things that are happening. And I say the good things as far as. Let's say I've had a really long, stressful day yeah. and I've kept up with my nutrition. Reward yourself. It's okay. You know, have, have something that you think is unhealthy or that you wouldn't have wanted because it's not going to do that much damage to your body if you're going to have one quote unquote cheat meal or, or, or something that's going to be feeding your mind and stimulating something as a reward for yourself. Or eventually you'll adapt habits where. I have as a reward sometimes if I'm just sticking to something really strict, I have like the um, chocolate bars, but they're like 80% cacao and okay. it, it's bigger, but it it, cra- it satisfies that craving for myself. Cacao is a dark chocolate, right? Dark chocolate. Got yeah. It. And it's, it tastes delicious. Sometimes, you know, it doesn't float your boat. Have something sweet, have something like maybe a fruit salad. Yeah. Why wouldn't that be better off? Absolutely. And what I'm saying is that it's not impossible if you are stuck in different uh, styles of eating. Okay. You can always change it, but you have to have a goal in mind because that goal is going to drive you to eat like that all the time. Absolutely. If you don't have something like that, it's more of a scatterbrain and you're, you're trying your best, but are you really trying your best if you have not set a goal for yourself? You haven't set something that you want to attain. Yeah, and it's I'm telling you by putting that psychologically in your brain, it automatically activates something with you that says, "I'm gonna now eat this because I'm now trying to attain this," or "Hey, I'm trying to eat this because I in ten years want to be able to uh, have a better metabolism. I want to mm. be I want to feel healthier because the older you get, the more you're gonna really appreciate this kind of stuff. You're gonna need it. Yeah, you are. You're gonna need it. You know, it's it's funny what you're talking about when saying that. It's so important. Nutrition is so important. It's so overlooked too. By crazy situations. I don't have time. I work all day. I hear that all the time. Think I don't work all day? Come on. Yeah, I hear that all the time. With, <sighs> you know, I, I don't have time and I feel is that your time is misplaced or you just don't want to make time for something that's going to benefit you and your health. I mean, we all are trying to attain longevity and the best way to put longevity within yourself is to eat you know that it's, a, it's that old adage you are what you eat right plain and simple you're, you're gonna look like what you eat too most definitely <laughs> i want to get on to a topic of I also you, can I say, can yeah, I say yeah, one please, more thing please. when i had an interest in breakfast i usually have 
This is not on the road though. Yeah, I'm interested. Bacon, egg, and cheese. You told me about this too. I mean, it's it's pretty standing on and the And I east. want to tell you about this also. <laughs> the bacon and egg is, is a staple on the East Coast if you hadn't known. But People always like, bacon, egg, and cheese. You just said McDonald's was bad. No. <laughs> well, yes, but this is, this is my bacon, egg, and cheese. Try it out. I use Ezekiel toast. I know you said you don't like that. It tastes like the Holy Eucharist, you said, right? It, you know what it is? I just- <laughs> Like cardboard. It, it does. It tastes like <laughs> cardboard. I like it, but it's like- if well, you don't freeze it or something like that, it's going to go bad in one day. It'll, just, it literally turns green. Just freeze it. But that's how you know how, how good it is, right? Yeah, well, it's, it's so good that it needs to be preserved in the freezer. Do what I do. I open it up. I crack two pieces. You got to crack it the proper way. You smash it a couple of times. You're like, ah. Yeah, so it's expensive. It's, 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 yeah, it is expensive. It's expensive Holy Eucharist. Now, when I use it, I, I don't really burn the toast. And I use coconut oil for the pan. I do a couple of soft scrambled eggs, and I used to put vegan cheese, but that shit just don't fucking melt. It just sits there. I can't eat cheese unless it's melted. So then I just go with cheddar cheese from the deli. All right, so there's a little problem. There's a little problem in everyone's food, plus the little things like pesticides. You People overlook when it comes to their fruits. And by the way, store your fruits in a glass container in the fridge. It's better preservation, I promise. I've been there before, too. I bought strawberries. I come back a day later. They got like mold and fungi that all you so see on the bottom of your foot, God forbid. Yeah. I'm like, I can't eat this shit. And I start preserving my fruit too. So getting back to my sandwich, bacon, egg, and cheese right there. That sounds delicious. Even it with really the coconut is, oil and stuff really, that you use on it too. Once in a blue, I even put some bacon. Well, you could use turkey bacon. You got, that's optional. You ever try bison bacon? I've never tried that. I like bison meat oh, though. Oh, man. It's, it's not for everyone, but it tastes delicious. Oh, my God. There's a burger I had real quick. They mixed brisket in there with skirt steak and ground beef. Wow. I said, give me that. I'm going to have sex with that thing. Give it to me right now. <laughs> give me that. How much you want, sir? Whatever's on the shelf. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a really nice, uh, you know, comforting meal, like that comfort oh, food man, that's just going to be, there's your one cheat meal right there. It that's my delicious. cheat meal. And the final part of my cheat meal is a bunch of sweet potato fries, but burnt. Well, can I cooked well, crunchy? Can I go back on a point about cheat meals too? Is that sure? I think people have a misconception of cheat meals sometimes, where they oh yeah, they know, eat so much and so in bad one too. Cheat meal where it's like, my God, that's you've just created an entire day of food for yourself in one cheat meal. Carvel. It's not really a cheat meal. Not saying that you have to do it now. If you're on a diet and you want to follow it, and like we said, you have that goal in mind, and you're you're working towards something and you want to reward yourself, it's okay to do that. It's not, it's not something that's sacrilege here, but you know, <laughs> put, yourself, put, yourself in, put yourself in the shoes of, okay, I want to have a cheat meal. I would say don't go overboard because I've seen people I know pile it. the plates of fries or, or like have like triple and triple burgers, but not just one. They got not just one. But it's a cheat meal you said, right, bro? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> no, you got it. You got to improvise the cheat, okay? You got to make sure it's a clean cheat. Like I said, bacon, egg, and cheese. You throw a dirty dirt bag all, probably thought about that, right? No, I get my Ezekiel toast. I do scrambled eggs. I don't cook it in hydrogenated oils. It's all coconut oil. And it's probably 98.9% um, natural. I don't know where I got my percentage from, but I believe in it. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, those numbers come to my head, ninety-eight point nine. And listen, coconut oil is not for everyone, but 
I promise you, the more you try it, the the more the taste starts to wear on you in a good way. It's a good fat. It's yeah. actually an it MC. It starts to taste really good. It's an MCT, what they call medium chain triglyceride. Gives you a lot of courage to energy very quickly too. Speaking of diet, which oils would you avoid? Cooking. Yes, or? cooking. So cooking or ingesting on a on a, like a daily basis. Hydro- hydrogenated. When you see trans fat, that's what they mean. Those are the, the kind of fat, the kind of oils that they ingest. It builds a plaque around you. Would you say something like corn oil and your heart? Corn oil, vegetable oil, soybean oil, canola oil. These are all trans fats. They process it. Your body doesn't understand it. So I would say for the everyday person, what would you recommend to start to get a little bit healthy about their oil usage? I mean, I'm going to be um, biased here because, you know, the Greek Italian in me is <laughs> going to say olive oil is king, but what would you recommend? Well, on that note, my brother just came back from Italy. I said, make sure you get me the good stuff. He knows what that meant. Olive oil with that mushroom trump in there. Well, what is that called? Uh, oh, the truffle. The truffle. Yeah, oh. that's, a, that's a very, oof. That's a, I gave it the truffle shuffle. I was drinking yeah, it before I, came, before I came down here. <laughs> that it was so, so good. So I would cook that <laughs> with a cold processed yeah. olive oil, extra virgin. It's got to be cold processed. Why cold processed? Tell you why. It should be cold processed because when they're making it, that's a sign or that's indicative of them using low temperatures. So when they use high heating temperatures, which people do to produce very cheap, inexpensive olive oil, they call it expeller pressed. That means they use that means they use a high heating temperature. So let me let me get this shit over with. Burnt all the alters all the nutritional value of it. It alters everything, man. The composition, the way your body's gonna break it down. What do you think about Pam? That spray. I think Pam. Because I used to use it and then I just felt like it wasn't, the taste wasn't there for me. And I started using what is now coconut oils. It, it could be like a, a spray of any types of these oils. Any of the ones we just mentioned, even olive oil, where you just spray it in, an, in a source, but it just comes from like an aerosol condensed can. I feel like it's not the same. It doesn't taste the same. It tastes artificial. It tastes tinny. You know, it tastes. Um, you should tell Pam to go fuck us. Yeah, out of place. Yeah. No, listen, I usually just use coconut oil sprays, um, olive oil sprays, grapeseed oils. Listen, though, it depends on the person, what they do. If they're in an office, I tell them to use the spray. It's less calories. If you're an right. athlete or just in the gym moving, your body's going to really utilize it. It's going to use it. I would say just cook with a little bit of coconut oil to give them a little more calories because people alter their calories too low sometimes, and they wonder why. Right, they're falling asleep at the desk. You still have a required amount of calories from certain macronutrients, even micronutrients, vitamins, minerals, and water. You know, but try to obtain the vitamins from food, something live, something from the ground. Basically, your body could recognize it; it could break it down. These other things that we're eating, yeah, they're convenient. I know you got to get back to your work in ten minutes. Doesn't matter. It really should be planned, right? As boring as people think this might be. I drink my water. I bring it everywhere I go. I don't care what it looks like to people. I care what it looks like in the inside of my body when my metabolism is flowing better, right? I always tell people, younger people, like, what do you mean metabolism? Like, okay, that's fine. It's a question. There's no dumb. I mean, the only dumb question is no question. You ever go to Action Park? He's like, yeah. You got kids? Yeah. Wow, young age. Good for you. When you put them in the tube and they go down the slide, what makes them go down the slide? Water. So that's your digestive tract, the slide. You don't got something to dilute the digestive tract. Where's the food going? Is it going anywhere? 
Yeah, a little here, a little there, but not in all the proper places. Mm. You follow me? I do. So I this do. is why uh, water is so important. Now, touching up on a little bit of the topic of water. Good. I wanted to talk about the benefits of having too much or having too little because there's there's a lot of different percentages out there that it's hard to believe what is accurate for human body consumption but you were telling me also even with coconut water that's why i you know take it so much now is because it does um provide more of the nutrients for you and it does uh provide more benefits than what normal water would have for your body a thousand percent yeah it almost doubles the effect of it if that makes sense it magnifies it fully um, the reason being is, what do you think people say don't drink water here or drink water there? I'm hearing now New York City water is not that bad as opposed to whatever state they bring up or country. Yeah. But understand something. There's supposed to be minerals in water. There's supposed to be. But it'd be so expensive that they wouldn't give it for free. So what would they do? They extract the minerals. Why is coconut water so important to answer your question? That's exactly what's in there. Minerals. And the electrolytes. Well, electrolytes are minerals. Sodium, magnesium, potassium. These things are responsible for muscle contractions, nerve transmission, sleep. It regulates your sleep. It even regulates your metabolism. People don't understand that. Yeah, and I believe even the power of just having water over something like a can of Coca-Cola or a can of of soda. Well, I've replaced that because I used to be a big soda drinker way, way back, right? Yeah. But- at the same time as when I started to replace it with stuff like water or stuff like coconut water. better, right? Yeah, immensely better. And it becomes a habit, just like anything else. You're not going to like it at first if you're not used to it. But uh, the more you start to drink it, the more you'll like yourself. But I always look at it as, I don't know, is it accurate to say that you're drinking enough water if you're, let's say, going to urinate, right? And you, it's clear rather than it being a discoloration. Kind of like how when you have asparagus, most of the time that you know, you'll smell the asparagus if you're going to urine. You know how yeah, pure it is. It smells it's sick. It smells sick. Yeah. Well, I'm no urologist, that's for sure. But I will say this much. From what I've heard and I've actually read, when you're properly well hydrated, yeah, the urine might reflect like a clear color. Right? Yeah. So I guess that's a good point that we could maybe make in that way in, in the sense of saying, instead of saying, hey, you need one gallon per person or you need, you know, eight fluid ounces times six oh, per day man, it gets all complicated it gets, it gets really complicated when they start doing these numbers and stuff i just tell people listen when you have your water here's a couple of tips make sure it's room temperature right i agree with that too yes that that'll help that's not going to impede it'll facilitate and help digestion and plus you can cold drink water more just of it stink. too cup the cold cold water upon waking is great on your body but body freezes up yeah and you what can't you even think? drink the whole thing in one shot you get brain freeze it's yeah that's that that too but I tell people to drink the water way before your first meal or before any meals. So prep the, the digestive tract. Prime it with water. There's a big difference when you're having water with food. For some reason, everything competes for absorption. You look more bloated. There's a lot, a lot of literature on that too if you look into it. I've that. adopted that too and it does. It has helped me because I have seen myself less bloated in a way as see well. That? You see that? And I also am a big... <sighs> promoter of having hot water too because it's it goes way back into ancient times as well as just having a hot beverage but if you want to do something that teas right you have water 
you go right to the it, bathroom make it too. hot water it's yeah hot. it's great it's, it's really amazing. great for you flushes everything out <laughs> little lemon in there too yeah yeah i read up on that pink so upon waking i'm not very consistent with this but you guys really want to get your bowels going quick in the morning hot water lemon a little bit pink salt and a little honey <sighs> go right and that's right a supernatural uh drink that you can have that yeah. is not out of budget by any means you just have to get the ingredients right and i feel like people are looking for all these kind of detox drinks that they look for to kind of push more out but that's a really natural healthy way to do it and it's it's going to make you feel good too i think it's more effective than these things that they're buying to be honest with you yeah you got to look at what things that you need to facilitate digestion bowel movement yeah i'm actually going to show you so so it's hot you said it could be hot water it could be pink salt pink so Himalayan get, salt so right get, and so lemon you, so you get your boil water yeah right? You put in a cup of water, maybe eight ounces of a cup, a little little lemon, real lemon, now, squeeze lemon in there, and some pink salt, maybe two tablespoons, and a little bit of honey, bro, just a little bit. Mix it up, drink it down. You're going to go with the two minutes. Me, That's 20 it. seconds. <laughs> it's a very, very quick response. Right, right. So I, I used to do that in the mornings. Now I just have water with it's, a, it's that's my go-to. I, I don't want to mess right away. I don't yeah. want to go to the bathroom right away. Sometimes, <laughs> especially if you're living with uh, <laughs> moving slow with male or female in the house, you know you gotta do your due diligence there and protect protect the bathroom. It's great, right? <laughs> but listen, this has been a really awesome topic to talk on, and we're definitely gonna touch up on more of this stuff in the future episodes that we have. But just the basis of of summing things up, diet is super important for you. Everyone knows that. You know, it's not something that you can, uh, it's not something that's rocket science, right? But what we were just saying number is one. that, number one. yeah, agree with, agree with yourself by making a goal. And it starts from there. It starts with you. It starts with the goal. Anyone is capable of it. Even if you are considered in a category by society, obese or whatever you want to call it, right? If you feel like you don't like what you see in the mirror, you can change it. Trust me. It's happened in my case where I wanted to gain weight because I was really, really skinny. And it's happened, I'm sure, for yourself where you, your body wasn't in the way that you wanted it to be and you can make alterations. And it all started with a goal. It all started with the Hulk for move. me. The Hulk was it. I said, okay, I got Big work ahead of me now. <laughs> <laughs> well, brother, thank you for talking about this. Um, hoping that it really helped people. And if you have any comments, questions, as always, please subscribe. Leave a comment in the section below. Let us know how you feel. Let us know if you don't like certain topics. Let us know what topics you do like. We'd love to showcase those and highlight those to the best of our ability and the best of our knowledge and humanity. I'd like to put the humanity aspect in there, more importantly. But follow us on uh, Spotify. Apple Music will be on Patreon, as well as having our merchandise store. I am John Kioskarigis, one half of the Training Gain podcast. You can find me on Instagram at John underscore Kioskarigis. I just want to say one thing. Obviously, I'm John DiPaolo. But listen, if you guys got questions about workouts, just question us. Ask us what you want to hear us talk about. I love talking about this stuff. I really do. I like to give back. And this is more than one way I like to give back. Absolutely. Thank and one, you. And one thing, when John said everyone... He said anyone could do it. Everyone could do it. Everyone could do it. I'm no better than you. I just make sure I put one foot in front of the other. And same for me. I, I, we all have our own things going on with ourselves day to day. And the main thing that I have always looked at is that if you want to change, it's going to start with you and it has to start with you. Absolutely. Absolutely.
Thank you so much. We love y'all. And uh, we hope to see you next week. Have a great week. Bye. Weekend, everything. <laughs> stay fit. Stay fit, stay healthy. Stay healthy.